loved her father, too. She suddenly jerked free from her mother, running to the tall Indian for comfort. Uncle Ned stooped to catch her in his arms, his necklace of shells softly brushing against her face. Uncle Ned, God doesn't love me anymore. He took my daddy away from me, she cried. My papoose, father good man, not gone far only to happy hunting ground. His pronunciation was good, but his grammar was poor. He stroked her blonde hair as she buried her wet face against his deerskin jacket. Amanda, come now. We're going home, right now. The plump woman shouted to the girl. Come, get in the wagon. Uncle Ned, please come to see me. I love you. Mandy quickly kissed his red-skinned cheek and turned to obey her mother. The old Indian held her hand. I make promise, your father. I look out for you. I keep promise. He smiled and released her hand. Her heartbeat quickened as she heard his words. There would be someone to watch over her. But Uncle Ned could never overrule her mother, She had always bossed her father around. But then Uncle Ned had his whole tribe behind him. He would indeed keep his word to her father. Etta Shaw snatched the girl's hand and slapped her face. Hush up, get in the wagon, this minute. She gave the girl a shove and called instructions to her sister. Mandy's sister, Irene, all but lifted her up as she forced the girl to climb into the waiting wagon, the same one that had brought her father's casket to the cemetery. All the other mourners had already turned down the long hill ahead of them. Now sit down and shut up. Irene was two years older, and eleven-year-old Mandy was afraid of her rough ways. She knew she couldn't resist. She gave one last pitiful look at Uncle Ned, who stood witnessing the scene with his keen black eyes and fixed her gaze ahead. She would go home now, but she would come back as soon as she got the chance. Her eyes stayed on the mound of earth until they were down the side of the mountain and the row of trees blocked her view. Sitting in the back of the wagon with her sister, Mandy suddenly realized that her mother had not shed a tear. Neither had her sister. She turned to look at her mother. Etta Shaw was busily talking and laughing with Zack as they bumped on down the rough road. She didn't love my daddy, she was thinking. She acts like she's glad he's gone. How could she laugh as though she had already forgotten he ever existed? Her thoughts turned back to the happy times with her father. He was always laughing, always ready to take her side in any disagreement with her mother and Irene. She could see his smiling face, his red curly hair, his blue eyes twinkling with some little secret between them. He had always been there to comfort his dear Mandy through the trials and tribulations of her eleven years, and then suddenly he was gone. God had taken him away. Mandy was beginning to realize the way things really were. She could never remember being loved by her mother. Young as she was, she knew Irene was her mother's favorite. 
As far back as she could recall, Irene had always been given the new dresses, which were later shortened to fit her. Even though the dresses were made with rows of tucks around the skirts, they could have been let out as Irene grew. She had never had a brand new dress in her life. The old dark blue frock she was wearing had been made for Irene, and although it was almost threadbare, it had been hemmed yesterday for her to wear to her father's funeral. Mandy tugged at the faded fabric, wishing she could be rid of the dress. Why don't they hurry up and get home? She cried to herself. Her mother and Zack were leisurely riding along, talking too low for Mandy to understand what they were saying, with an occasional loud laugh from her mother. Irene kept herself busy snatching at the bushes as the wagon brushed past them on the narrow dirt road. At last...